They say money talks, but all mine ever says is goodbye. Is everything expensive or am I just broke? These wonderful thoughts might be the ones that creep up in your head right before you sleep. Well, if you want your money to stay in your pocket and finally be able to save up, then Finlect is exactly what you need. Finlect will help you track your expenses, budget for the month, and help you achieve your savings goals. So what are you waiting for? Get started with the Finlect app and bring more mindfulness to your money. In today's episode, we continue our discussion with Nathan McFarland, who talks to us about how making the smallest of changes can lead to you saving a lot of money. I hope you enjoy the episode. So what are some other financial habits that maybe you learned, such as delayed gratification, that you think will help a lot of people stay out of debt? I think managing and budgeting your situation is is key. You know, understanding where you're spending your money, I think, you know, part of the reason why we set up help with debt. You know, just give you an idea, help with debt is not the core product of what we're building. Help with debt is just an element of what we're building. Yes. Um, you know, able to look at where you can save money. What potential services or product are you you utilizing right now, which can be can be saved? You know, whether that's you're sending half of your salary back home, but you're losing 10% for exchange charges, or your your mobile phone contract is more expensive than what it should be, or you're spending too much money at restaurants, so on and so forth. All these different things that you could consider, you know, start to think, and when they add up, you know, it might be that you're, you send 2,000 dirhams back home and you're losing 25 dirhams a month. Okay, it doesn't sound like much, 25 dirhams. You add that up, that's 300 dirhams in a year. And you say, oh, your mobile phone contract, you can get that cheaper. You might be able to save 50 dirhams a month, or that's 600 dirhams in a year. Yeah. And then, okay, you might be, you might need to look into how you're spending an extra 100 dirhams a month. You want to cut out an extra meal at a restaurant at 100 dirhams a month, that's 1,200 a year. But just those three examples, right now, I've just saved you 2,100 dirhams in a year, right? So, um, <clears throat> you know, that, and that's a lot of money. In, in 10 years, that's 21,000 dirhams. You know, that's just for those little things which we wouldn't have considered. Um, and I think obviously with financial technology now, you know, with the things that what like Finlect are doing and what we're doing, you're giving this information more accessible to people and to make and take action. Also, you do expect people to take action straight away. I think in human nature that we won't, the majority of us. But if we can get that out there and be able to show that there is ways to be able to save cash, to be able to make more informed decisions and make those informed decisions quicker than what we might have. If we hadn't had that in front of us, then obviously we're already on the way to doing a good job. Definitely. So similar to your company with Finlect, we're trying to educate a lot of people on how to use their money, how to better manage their money, how to get hold of their money. And how important do you think it is for people to seek out financial literacy and financial independence pretty early on in their lives? imperative you will save yourself so much heartache and stress trust me like that you know I, I have got i could go through all the stories in the world to tell you through this what i've been through to get to where i am now i am in the position I'm, i am in now in the job i am in now through all the mistakes i've made you know that's the reality i i i've always had this entrepreneurial mindset i've had companies since i was 22 years old and um, i think i've only been employed actually as an employee for maybe one year in the last 14 years. So I made a lot of mistakes. I managed money terribly in some circumstances. 
Um, I like to enjoy my life a little bit too much in my 20s, if I was really honest, right? And I look back on it and, and let's put it this way, I've got the battle scars from it. Um, and if I had known, been more informed about how to manage my finances when I was 20, 21, 22, even 25, 26, 27, arguably, I would have been in, I would be in a far better situation right now, you know? If you take action and understand these these concepts at a youthful age, you're going to leave yourself in a financially stable position um, as you go through your life. You'll you'll understand what decisions you should be taking, what decisions you shouldn't be taking. Still, I feel good old-fashioned learning and experiencing it is just what the, the route most people will go, even if they're told the information. I think that's just the way human nature is. Yeah. I think the majority of us will just do it and then and then realise, oh, I got burnt, so I better not do that again. But having that information has it in your mind from the word go, potentially be a bit more cautious. And then having that information when you get burnt, more likely to make uh, a better informed decision then as well rather than doing it again which i did on several occasions in my younger days um so uh so yeah i think that um i think it's really imperative that you know in this digital age people get the information that they require to be able to make the right informed choices otherwise the nature of the capitalist world we live in People are just, you know, almost certain to fail many times before they reach success. So I think having that information uh, early in your life means you're more likely to succeed yeah. or stabilize your financial situation earlier than what you would have if you didn't have that information. So was it just the experience that flipped the switch for you that made you realize that, oh, I need to start paying attention? Or were there like conversations you had with friends and family about it as well? Um, for me, I've always been quite stubborn and not really personally <laughs> about myself, but, um, no, yeah, I think it puts a strain on, you know, when I, I chose, you know, my route as an entrepreneur is a lot more riskier than the majority of people out there. You know, there are a lot of people that take the salary and, um, and stabilize through that. And it's a lot easier to budget when you, when you have that kind of life. But I think that through my experiences, I would say that, you know, it takes a, a real toll on relationships, both with your parents, your family, friends, spouse, you know, so I, I think that they're always going to push you in a direction of what they think is a more sensible way of living, right? So, yeah. um, and personal friendships when it comes to financial situations and finance, it's, um, it's a difficult situation. Um, it can be. So I think uh, having people around you which are, are, are positive influences on your life in regards to finance is never a bad thing. No, definitely. Well, thank you so much, Nathan, for having this conversation with me. I really appreciate you taking your time to talk to people about personal finance and sharing your story. Is there anything else you'd like to share with the audience before we end the episode? No, it's, uh, it's a pleasure, pleasure coming on. Appreciate your time. All right. Thank you so much. And thank you listeners for coming to the episode. We'll catch you on the next one. I hope you enjoyed the episode and I thank you so much for listening. Hopefully through our collaboration with Nathan, you picked up some tips that will help you stay out of debt.
If you do fall into debt, well, you know where to find Nathan. I hope to catch you on the next episode.